This is the Boundless Podcast. It is a sad truth that there is boundless need all over this world, maybe even in your own home. You're about to hear a message of boundless hope that comes through the boundless love of Jesus Christ. These messages were recently given at St. Matthew Lutheran Church in Hawthorne Woods, Illinois. And at the end of today's show, I'll tell you how you can find out more about St. Matthew. Now, here is today's message on Boundless. We begin a new season in the church here, the season of Epiphany, the season where we read of God revealing himself through the person and work of his son, Jesus Christ, not only to the people of Israel, but to the entire world. We begin, we begin this season by reading the story of the wise men, how they make their way from the Far East, the Magi, coming from modern-day scholars think Iran, and they're led by the star, and they come to where Jesus is born. We read of the story of Jesus being baptized in the River Jordan by John, and we read during the season of Epiphany of the beginning of Jesus' ministry, how he heals and he teaches and he preaches and he proclaims the Word of God. During this Epiphany season, we're be, going to be going through a, a series on apologetics of the Lutheran faith. And this is going to be based off of Martin Luther's small catechism, which he breaks down into the six chief parts. Apologetics, it comes literally from the Greek word apologia, which means defense. In our case, it's a defense of the faith. It's kind of like when a lawyer gets up in court and he gives a defense for the client that he's representing. Over the next Sundays here in Epiphany, you're going to hear a series of messages all having to do with the six chief parts of Martin Luther's small catechism. Just to refresh all of us on those six chief parts, the six chief parts are the Ten Commandments, baptism, the Lord's Supper, the Lord's Prayer, confession, and sometimes included, or it's called the Office of the Keys, and the Apostles' Creed. This sermon series is for everyone, whether you're a lifelong Lutheran, you were born and raised in the Lutheran church, you went through Lutheran school and confirmation, or if you're one of our newer members who just finished our adult confirmation class in the fall, or you're one of our youth who's currently in, a, in our confirmation uh, class on Sunday evenings. My prayer for this message as you leave this morning, that you'll have a better understanding of baptism what we believe as Lutherans, what we believe, teach, and confess about baptism. So we begin our sermon series this Epiphany season where our Lord's own ministry began in the river, in the river of Jordan, where our faith begins at the baptismal font. We can think back to about a month ago. It doesn't seem very long because it wasn't. Back to the season of Advent back to when John the Baptist was called to prepare the way of the Lord. And the way that he did this was he went out into the wilderness and he baptized people in the river Jordan. Last Sunday we heard about Jesus, how he was presented in the temple eight days after he was born. And then the next account we have is Jesus at 12 years old, how his parents mistakenly leave him behind when they travel up to Jerusalem. And they come back to find him teaching among, or speaking with the teachers of the law and the Pharisees and, and conversating with them. But then scripture is quiet. We don't have anything else about Jesus' childhood until we get to his baptism. 
Jesus is about to go out and he's about to begin his ministry of proclaiming the kingdom of God to the people. But first he's going to take a trip down to Jordan, down to the river Jordan, to be baptized by John the Baptist. John was baptizing people for, with the baptism of repentance, the forgiveness of sins. And so why would Jesus need to be baptized by John? Jesus was the Son of God. He was perfect. He had never committed a sin. Why would Jesus need to be baptized? Jesus did this for a few reasons. Jesus did this to fulfill the prophetic call that John was telling the people in the wilderness to come and to be baptized. He also did this to become one of us, to take his place among us. Or as St. Paul would later say, he became sin who knew no sin. By Jesus being baptized, he, in the words of Martin Luther's baptismal prayer, that we pray each time we have a baptism here at St. Matthew, he sanctified and he instituted all waters to be a blessed flood and a lavish washing away of sin. St. Mark tells us in our account this morning that when Jesus was baptized in the River Jordan, the heavens were torn open and, a, and the Spirit of the Lord came down on Jesus in the form of a dove. When all this happens, there's the booming voice from heaven that says, this is my, uh, you are my son with you. I am well pleased. When this happens, all of this is declaring to the world that Jesus is the Son of God and what he's about to do. After Jesus is baptized, the Spirit leads him out into the wilderness where he's going to be tempted by Satan. The Jordan River is where Jesus began his ministry. And we read of this event in all four Gospels. I encourage you this week, this first week of Epiphany, as we are looking at the baptism of Jesus, to go and read each account. Because each of the, the accounts have different details, but they tell of this event. Jesus began his ministry at the Jordan River. And that's where our faith life begins, at the baptismal font, or if you will, our our trip to the Jordan River. We're familiar with the scene that family gathered around the baptismal font, mom and dad, or mom or dad holding the, uh, a newborn or a small child, or in some cases, an adult that wishes to be baptized. You have the pastor standing there, and he's going through the rite of baptism. And he, the person is baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Baptism is one of the two sacraments we have as Lutherans, the other being the Lord's Supper, where we gather at the altar and we receive the body and blood of our Lord and Savior. A sacrament is something that's been instituted by Christ, where words of promise spoken by Christ are joined to a visible element. In the case of baptism for this morning, we have the words of Jesus and we have water. A sacrament also offers us forgiveness of sins, and it also the promise of eternal life. All of this was won by Jesus' suffering and death and resurrection. So why do we do this? What are the benefits of baptism? Why does St. Matthew baptize babies when other churches around us don't baptize babies? 
All these are important questions to think about and to ponder as we begin to look at Luther's small catechism and at Jesus' baptism. The first thing we have to understand is, is what happens in baptism. The word baptism, it means to literally wash. And this can be done by immerse, uh, immersion, pouring, or sprinkling. And it's always done in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. I hope you're enjoying today's message on Boundless from St. Matthew Lutheran Church in Hawthorne Woods. For more, you can go to our website, www.stmats.net. That's www.stmatts.net. You can also support our ministry and access more online content of Boundless Hope. And if you're in the northwest suburbs of Chicago, I would love to see you this weekend. You can go to the St. Matthew website to plan your visit. Now, back to today's message. The water that we use for baptism, it's not some holy water that's been blessed or sanctified. It's your normal tap water. It's the water that we get from the faucet right over on my uh, right. That We get it from there. It's just normal water. But what makes it powerful is you take the Word of God and you combine it with the water. And it becomes a divine water because God's Word is with the water. In normal cases, when we have a baptism here at St. Matthew, it's usually a pastor or a called minister. They're called to perform a baptism. But in an emergency situation, any Christian can do a baptism. If you go to the back of the hymnal, there's a right for an emergency baptism that you can follow. Jesus, after his death and resurrection, before his ascension, he tells us to go to all nations, which includes babies. And nations is often translated as people, and he tells us to baptize them. But yet churches around here, around St. Matthew, they don't baptize babies. But here at St. Matthew, we love to baptize babies. It's a joy to get to baptize babies. It's a joy to get to baptize anyone, to welcome them into the family of God. But why do we baptize babies? We baptize babies because we, we believe they're born in sin. Now, I know what you're thinking this morning. Pastor, how can this newborn be sinful? It's just been born. It, it, it doesn't walk. It doesn't talk. It can barely move. How is, how is this baby sinful? It's so cute. There's no way. But we know that babies are born into sin. Sin that was inherited from our parents, our first parents, Adam and Eve, when they disobeyed God in the Garden of Eden. We also baptize babies because we know that God, the Holy Spirit can work faith in anyone. One of the arguments that other churches make is that uh, when a baby is baptized, they don't understand what's going on. So they can't possibly have faith at that moment. They have to be of an age where they can understand what's taking place. But we believe that through the work of the Holy Spirit, anyone at any stage of life can have faith brought into their life. Luther, in his, in his catechism, he makes the comparison that a parent doesn't deny their, their children the vital needs such as food or clothing or home. Why would they deny them the vital thing of being baptized? Baptism is... So, why do we, what, why do, why, why do we baptize? What are the benefits of being baptized? Well, we have to understand that baptism is, is not a work. It's not something we do for God to try to earn brownie points with Him. 
We don't do it out of compulsion because Jesus commanded us to do it. We do it because it's the way that God offers his gifts to us. He offers us faith, trust in what Jesus has done for us. Through the water and the word, God uses that. He works the forgiveness of sins. And he washes away all that sin that's been inherited from our ancestors, Adam and Eve, and all the sin that we ourselves will commit. Again, going back to Luther's baptismal uh, prayer that we pray, we say these words, that through this saving flood, all sin in them, which has been inherited from Adam and Eve, and which they themselves committed since, would be drowned and died. Through baptism, God rescues us from the death and the devil, and he gives us the promise of eternal life. Through baptism, our, our sins are, are washed away by the blood of the Lamb, and the Holy Spirit begins to come into our life and to create faith in us. In that very moment, we're adopted by God as his son or his daughter. In that moment, he calls us by name, and he places his name upon us, and he calls us his child. So a person has been baptized. What happens next? Well, that, that person continues to grow as they do as a person. They continue to grow in their faith and trust in Jesus. And daily they go to him, either in the morning or in the evening or during the day, and they repent. They acknowledge before God how they have sinned, how they have broken his law, and they ask for his forgiveness. And they commit to spending time in the Word of God to continue to grow and nurture that faith. We know that after Jesus was baptized, he was led out into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan. After that, he would begin his ministry of proclaiming the Word of God, the kingdom of God to the people. All this as he made his way to Jerusalem. Outside of Jerusalem, he would die for all of our sins, for the sins that you and I commit, for the sins of the world. St. Paul, in his letter to the Romans, he writes these words to summarize the benefits that we find in baptism. St. Paul writes, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. What St. Paul is saying in his letter to the Romans is because you and I, we have taken our trip to the Jordan River. We've been baptized. We have the forgiveness of sins and the promise of eternal life. When our time comes to leave this place, when, or Christ comes back, whichever happens first, we get to have eternal life with him. And all of our sins will be left dead and buried, not remembered anymore. In baptism, God acts. He does the act of making us his son or his daughter in whom he is well pleased. Baptism is from God. It was from our Lord Jesus Christ. He instituted it at his own baptism, joining water with the word of God and his triune name in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. This is how God makes each and every one of us his dear children. If you haven't been baptized and you're here this morning, please talk to me or Pastor Blonsky after uh, worship this morning. If you wish to know more about baptism, we'd love to tell you more about baptism, why it's so important, and maybe get you thinking about, deeper thinking about being baptized 
yourself. But if you are baptized, what are you to do? You are to go out from this place. You are to, you are to go out and live that baptismal promise. Live as a redeemed child of God, showing the love and forgiveness to other people that Christ has shown to us. As I close this morning, I'd like to close with a prayer from the newest catechism, Martin Luther's small catechism. It has to do with baptism. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, you have forgiven our sins, rescued us from death and the devil, and given us eternal life by baptism into the death and resurrection of your beloved Son. Strengthen our faith so that we daily put to death all sins and evil desires, and trusting your sure promises, are raised to live before you in righteousness and purity. Finally, bring us to the fulfillment of our baptism in the resurrection of the body to life everlasting through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you enjoyed today's message. Boundless is produced by St. Matthew Lutheran Church in Hawthorne Woods, Illinois. And if you're in the northwest suburbs of Chicago, you're invited to join us for worship services and other events at St. Matthew. Go to our website to plan your visit at www.stmatts.net. Please rate the show wherever you got your podcast from, and positive reviews are always welcome. Thank you for listening to the Boundless Podcast. God's richest blessings to you, and join us again next time.